BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. There you have it. USC got it done against UCLA Saturday night at the Rose Bowl. You know, they lost to UCLA last year by 30 at the Coliseum. This time, USC wins it 48-45 in a crazy game that went back and forth between teams. But I'll tell you what, the Trojans got their ticket punched to the Pac-12 championship game in year one of Lincoln Riley at USC. That's pretty impressive. It was the first time they were both ranked, and they got it on at the Rose Bowl after UCLA jumped out 14-zip. And then they led 21-20 at halftime. The game started getting wild. They were matching touchdowns in the second half, back and forth. Whatever Caleb Williams did, Dorian Thompson-Robinson would answer. Both teams threw picks. Three of them, plus a fumble for Thompson Robinson, and Williams fumbled one as well. But they made huge plays. But it was decided when Thompson Robinson drove down the field to try to tie or win the game, and with less than two minutes left, he got picked off by sophomore Corey Foreman. They combined for 93 points, five turnovers, more than 1,000 yards of offense. Caleb Williams threw for a career-high 470 yards and two touchdowns and rushed for 33 yards and a touchdown to boot. It left UCLA at 8-3 and three and proved that the Trojans' offense is one of the best in the nation. So what do they get out of all this? Well, USC got to keep a West Coast team in the playoff hunt for a national championship. That's most important. But they still have their work cut out for them. They have to beat a Notre Dame team that's on the move. They're playing well. And they had a huge win on Saturday in the snow in South Bend as they blew out BC and shut them out. Now Notre Dame comes calling. Coach Riley said college football on the West Coast and here in L.A. is alive and well. It was a huge sold-out crowd of more than 70 grand at the Rose Bowl. And he said, that's how it should be every week. I got to tell you, I thought the TCU-Baylor game was absolutely crazy. And how about kicker Griffin Kell? Hello. 
booting through the game winner with no time left, a 40-yard field goal as time was ticking away on the game's last play. The Frogs beat Baylor 29-28 to in Waco, scoring nine points in the last 207 to save face. Bottom line, they lose. They're out of the playoff. They win. They're still unbeaten. They're 11-0 and 8-0 in the Big 12, and you can't take them out of the top four. They had a dive touchdown on a three-yard TD play that capped a 90-yard drive with 207 left, and that got them within 28-26, but they failed on the two-point conversion. It should have been a two-point conversion when the guy threw the ball perfectly, Dugan, uh, out to his running back, and he dropped the ball. He would have been in. Either way, TCU kicked it deep. They used all three of their timeouts. They forced a three and out, got the ball back at their own 31 with a minute 34 left, and Dugan went to work. Two completions before converting on a third down with a 12-yard run on a quarterback draw that was beautiful. So they had no timeouts left. They got to the Baylor 23. Both units, the one on the field and the special team unit, came flying past each other. The ball was snapped at three seconds, and then Kel kicked it. He had an extra point clank off the upright earlier, but this one went through the uprights as time ran out, and the Frogs went ballistic on the field in Waco, going crazy, piling on each other. The quarterback said the great thing about the last drive, we were throwing all of our day one concepts. We weren't throwing easy stuff that we practice and we can do it with our eyes closed and stuff that you believe in. So we just went out there confident, believing it was going to happen. And Griff makes a huge kick for us. TCU's already in the Big 12 championship game. And they haven't been undefeated this deep into a season since 2010 when they finished 13-0 and with a Rose Bowl win and a number two national ranking. So this was crazy. Baylor 6-5, and 4-4 four and four in conference. They were coming off a 28-point loss to Kansas State a week earlier in Waco. But last year's Big 12 champ showed up. They had a 28-20 lead after a pair of true freshmen caught TDs early in the fourth quarter. Kelsey Johnson and Richard Reese. And so their coach, Dave Aranda, said, it's a tough locker room. I told him that I wish that we, that I could take the pain away. Duggan threw for 327 yards and a touchdown. He also ran for a TD. And, I mean, the bottom line is he led the Frogs with 50 yards on eight carries. So TCU is going to stay in the top four, obviously in the AP Bowl and in the college football rankings that will come out on Tuesday. TCU ends the regular season at home against Iowa State next Saturday in Fort Worth. Baylor is at Texas in Austin on Black Friday. And how about that game in Ann Arbor? Michigan was down 17-16 to Illinois late in the game, nine seconds to go. And they get their kicker, the senior, Jake Moody, runs onto the field, which would basically be his last kick of his college career at Michigan Stadium. He never had a game-winning field goal his entire career. That ended 
A 35-yarder from the right hash nailed it. Michigan's undefeated season was still alive and kicking with a 19-17 win over the tough Illini squad. Brett Bielma's bunch showed up in Ann Arbor on Saturday. That's for sure. Moody, four field goals in the game. He was lit. He said, for it to be my final game at the big house, it was pretty magical. I'm just glad we could send out the seniors on a good note. Harbaugh said, I don't know if any of us really quite comprehend what that feeling is like that Moody experienced. When he came into the locker room, every guy chanting his name, it was just tremendous. What a celebration. One of the keys to the game, Blake Corum suffered a knee injury late in the second quarter. His x-rays came back negative. Harbaugh said it wasn't something he was worried about. He said it wasn't serious in terms of structural. Harbaugh compared the late comeback win to the game Michigan had with Penn State in, in 2021 when Michigan was trailing the Lions by four points in the fourth quarter. They had a huge tight end catch from Eric All from Cade McNamara and ran it in 47 yards for a touchdown to put the Wolverines ahead and get the win. That was a huge game. Harbaugh said he's given uh, Moody like legendary status at the university. I've been watching Michigan football since I was a kid. Pretty decent historian of Michigan football and I'm nominating him for legendary status at the University of Michigan. Listen, all I know is Ohio State got it done at College Park against Maryland, 43-30. to 30. They didn't cover, but they won. So they're 11-0. They're 8-0 in the Big Ten. They're hosting Michigan next Saturday. I mean, are you kidding me? Like, uh, on the 26th at the Shoe in Columbus, it is going to be absolutely lit. Stroud through for 241 yards and a touchdown against the Terps. They had to work to do it because Maryland put up 17 in the fourth quarter, but Ohio State answered with 16 of their own, and they win it by 13. They were laying 27 and a hook. Tagovailoa threw for 293 and two touchdowns for Maryland, and they gave the Buckeyes all they could handle. So I told you, you know, Notre Dame won in the snow, 44 zip over BC. Georgia, number one in the land. They got by Kentucky and Lexington, 16 to 6. They didn't cover the big 22 and a hook piece. Tennessee got rolled at South Carolina by the Gamecocks. Spencer Rattler threw six touchdown passes, 63-38. So much for Tennessee's great season. They're now 9-2 and two and 5-2 and two in the SEC, and they're going to pay the price for losing that game in Columbia. LSU rolled UAB in Death Valley, 41-10. Bama, 34-0 over Austin P. Clemson, ranked ninth, racked Miami, 40-10 at Clemson. Oregon got it done. 20 to 17 over Utah. Knicks played through a touchdown. Everybody said he wasn't going to play. Penn State 55 nothing. Make that 55-10 over Rutgers in Piscataway. Georgia Tech upset North Carolina 21 to 17 in Chapel Hill. Old Miss got beat up in Fayetteville by Arkansas 42 to 27. Kansas State 48 to 31 over West Virginia in Morgantown. 
Penics threw a touchdown for Washington. They blew out Colorado 54-7 at Husky Stadium in Seattle. Florida State ranked 19, 49-17 all over Louisiana at Doe Campbell in Tella. <laughs> Navy upset UCF in Orlando 17-14. And in the Bedlam game. Sooners win it 28-13 over Oklahoma State. Oregon State beat Arizona State in Tempe 31-7. Louisville easy over NC State 25-10. That'll be it for the rankings for the Wolfpack. They're toast in the rankings now. Cincinnati ranked 25th. Easy over Temple at the Lincoln Philadelphia 23-3. So there's all your ranked college football games from Saturday. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 